Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. I'm now switching to higher priced products. I want to start going towards those larger items, the oversized products that everybody says to stay away from. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon private label and discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM. Hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I was just partying with some friends for New Year's. Hopefully you guys were as well. And while I was out there having some fun toasting my buddies, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So guys, this is the first episode of 2017. Happy New Year's to everybody. And as always, when we do these FAQ series episodes, I am joined by my co-host, Guillermo Puyol. Guillermo, happy new year, buddy. Hey, Manny. Happy new year to you. How's everything going? I'm excited for the new year. I'm ready to give a lot of value, learn a ton, and hopefully help a lot of people. So let's do this. Yeah. You know what? Before we jump into this, we should mention the FAQ series is where we jump into one question, we answer it, and we get out. So we make these podcasts very quick. And we're going to continue to do some of the longer format ones. But yeah, 2016, Guy, man, it was a whirlwind. It was crazy. We started so many different projects. As our longtime listeners know, it was my first full year doing Amazon, right? I started in December of 2015. So 2016 was technically, you know, the 13th month. I got through 13 months. Yeah, you know, I was shooting for that quarter million dollar goal in sales for the, you know, by the end of the month, sorry, by the end of 2016. And, you know, it was just crushed through that. You know, that was a low six figure number and we ended up doing seven figures. So I'm going to be talking about that in a podcast later this week. And it's going to be pretty exciting, I think. Yeah, I think it was a great year. A lot of stuff happened, some good, some bad. It was all exciting. And I guess we'll see what 2017 has in stock for us. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about how to continue the growth rate that we have with everything that we're doing and do it with you know less hours than we've been putting in because you and I have been slaving away like uh, monsters here you know, to not only do the podcast and our FBA business, but also Helium 10, which has been growing steadily and, and doing well. And we've got a lot of cool things to talk about in regards to that in the probably in the coming month, probably I'd say in the next 30 to 45 days. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's get to the first question. Well, actually, it's not the first, it's the first and only question. I assume you've picked one out for us to answer here? Yeah, I have a good one. This one was actually picked, as always, from the FBA High Rollers Group. And it says, after all Amazon costs, product costs, shipping costs, what is the average dollar amount you aim for when launching a new product? This is before advertising costs. Before advertising, okay. so. I'm pretty transparent when it comes to my numbers. You know, we go through you know, at least a handful of times a year, we talk about my monthly numbers and what the actual profit margins are. 
And I'm usually somewhere around 20 to 25% depending on advertising and everything else. But they're asking before advertising. My goal when I shoot for a product is typically going to be around 25% of whatever I'm selling it for. So to give you an example, if I'm selling a product for $40, then 25% or one quarter of that is going to be $10. So I'll shoot for $10 per unit. Now, if I have a product that's more expensive, if I'm selling it for $100, you know, I'm going to want to make more than $10 on that unit. So again, if I use that 25% rule in terms of how much you know, profit I want to make off of it, I'd like to get about $25 off of that unit. So if I go back to when I started in December and I was listening to all the guys out there that were doing it at the time, we had the Scott Volkers and Ryan Morans and all those guys. I think they were the ones that were saying, hey, shoot for $10 per unit. Is that right? Something like that? I'm trying to remember back. Yeah, I think that has been the standard thing. The material fits in a shoebox, make $10 a unit. So that has been pretty much a standard yeah. lecture. And it kind of stuck with me back in the day. I was like, you know what? That sounds like a reasonable goal. I've changed it to a percentage, you know, because obviously trying to make a $10 profit off of a $15, you know, product that you're selling is not going to, probably not going to happen, right? At least on Amazon. And the same thing, you know, I'm now switching to higher priced products. I want to start going towards those larger items, the oversized products that everybody says to stay away from. I want to sell those things. I want to sell products that are, you know, triple digits, not, you know, $100 plus, not $20. So you have to adjust. And I think you've got to do it based off of percentages. Now, that said, Guy, you know, I'll sometimes adjust things based off of a number of scenarios. So for example, if something's super high volume, and there's not that much effort required in getting this particular product. So if it's high volume and the cost is relatively low and it's not going to lock up my cash flow, then I don't mind taking less. I'll sell something all day long if I'm making $5 on it and I can sell, you know, 100 units a day and it's $12 product or $15 product. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So that is a scenario where I'll do that. Also, if I know I'm building up a brand and that brand has, you know, one particular product has a potential to help sell another item in that brand, then that could be another scenario where I do it. So to give you examples, if you have a machine that makes vitamin C capsules, right? And that's a high ticket item, but you can sell the vitamin C powder cheap at or at cost, then you could do that. And then, you know, later on, you can use various marketing through Facebook or whatever it is to actually drive traffic to the more expensive unit. I'm giving you a really broad example there. It's not something I've even ever researched. I don't even know if there is a machine like that, but that's kind of the example of using a product where you make almost nothing, but it's super high volume and you can use it to drive another product. And also you've seen this key where if you're going to buy a product online and if a lot of people buy, you know, a similar product and both of those are yours, it'll say, you know, add both of these products to your cart or people that buy this also buy that. So it's good to get into a scenario where you have multiple products of yours listed that way. And one of them can lead to having the second one tagged to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And this actually reminds me of what Perry was talking about where they were trying to corner the candle market and they started by selling the wicks. So it's a really high volume, very, very low profit item, but it got the customer and got the eyeballs and then they were killing it on the back end. Yeah. So just to clarify, Manny, because the question was about product costs. So you're not saying that you're aiming for a 25% cost. You want to get a return of 25%, correct? Uh, what was the question specifically? Maybe I, I misunderstood it. Can you read it again? Yeah. After all, Amazon costs, product costs, shipping costs. What is the average dollar amount you aim for when launching a new product? Okay. I took that as profit. So they're saying the average dollar amount for a product? Is that the way you read it? The way I look at it is they want to know 
what the average cost is rather than the average profit you want to make. Oh, well, I mean, how do you answer that? <laughs> I mean, every product is different. I would say a percentage cost off of the product. So you're saying you want to make 25% off of the sale, want to keep 25% of the sale. So the total cost would be 75%, right? You're not saying 25% of cost. Well, I'd have to do the numbers and see. So yeah, if I got the product in and you know by the time it's landed and I've got everything in and it costs me whatever the amount is going to be, I kind of back into it. I look at how much money do I actually want to make on that particular product? I don't look at it as, you know, I mean, I guess I do in the respect that I'll take the product, I'll figure out what the actual landed cost is. And then I'll say, if I want to make at least $10 on this particular product or $15 or whatever the amount is, then I add it in there. But in the end, it almost always works out to be about 25% of the actual selling price is going to be the amount that I profit. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm not really looking at, well, okay, if I buy this for $2 and I add this and and I add that, then it comes out to this amount. I guess there's different ways you can do it with the math. Okay, cool. But every product is going to be different. Yeah. So your cost on selling, you know, some kind of a heavy, you know, kitchen machine of some kind is going to be different than if you're selling, you know, a little notebook of paper, whatever it might be. So I guess it just comes down to how much profit you want to make. And also keep in mind, you know, if it typically works out that if you're trying to drive a lot of profit out of a, out of a product and, you know, and you've got competitors, your price point's probably going to be higher than what theirs is at. And it's going to slow down your volume, right? So you're going to have to, that's another thing you've got to look at, right? That is going to impact and influence what price point you're actually selling at and how much profit you're going to be making. Because although I'd like to make $10 on a profit or $10 profit on a product, I might not be able to. Okay. I mean, if I have a lot of competitors that have come in and they're disrupting the market, right? I'm pretty solid with everybody. But then let's say I got two or three guys in there that are really starting to pull some sales for me. I might have to adjust my price down. And if my costs haven't changed, then maybe that's going to be a point where instead of making $10, I'm now going to make $7 per unit. And I've done that on some products. Typically, I'm the highest priced product out of all my competitors because of how I leverage things. But there's been times where, you know, I have to lower the price. Otherwise, I start losing those sales. Yeah. So, well, if that answers the question, sorry guys if I misunderstood how the question was supposed to be, but I think we've answered it both ways. If you guys have more questions, head over to our FBA High Rollers group. That's what it's called. If you go to Facebook and you type in FBA High Rollers in the search field, you'll see us pop up and you can also go to our website at ampmpodcast.com and there'll be a Facebook link somewhere on the right side. It's also got a link for all the tools and services that we recommend. Okay. These are things that we use ourselves or we know people that use them with great success so check that out so it's awesome though check that out anything else Guy, you want to add no i just look forward to the next question so just make sure that you ask them on the facebook group or send them straight to us and we'll get those answers for you yep and if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast make sure you do that whether it's on itunes or wherever it is that you can subscribe so you don't miss anything and we have a notification page also or notifications now on our ampmpodcast.com website so just select yes to that and you'll be notified. So guys, hope you enjoyed it. My name is Manny Coates. I'm here with Guillermo Puyol. We'll talk to you guys next time. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.